0: it is time now for the world of cryptocurrency news in 15 minutes or less and i'm not a financial advisor i'm veteran newsman gavin dawson welcome in to the crypto daily news please hit that like and sub on the way in if you're not already that would mean a lot to us if you're watching on youtube and a reminder the cdn now available on audio only podcast format where you find your favorites plus we're streaming on blockchain radio go to blockchain.radio for 24 7 news analysis and blockchain talk okay let's Let's take a look at the big winners and losers here on this Wednesday as the rebound is on. Bitcoin at 34.5, up 16.7%. ETH up 15%, 2027. How about Binance doing the bull dance? Look at him go up 29.9%, 306.36. Dogecoin is back 39%. Man's best friend hitting at 24.5 cents. XRP up 23%. Polkadot at 22.5%. Uniswap, Litecoin, Chainlink, Polygon all rebounding to the tune of 20 plus percent, but how about Solana, big winner of the day. 48.8%. Now 3219 doing the damn thing and Theta Network up 34% to 7.39 after yesterday's big scare. Okay, I could go on. There's a lot of green on these bad boys, but We have things to accomplish here, news teamers. Bitcoin dominance at 48.52. That's approaching 50 for the first time now in a couple of months. From my understanding, while BTC is down or trading sideways, that number will continue to grow. And then after Bitcoin breaks out, the alts will begin to gain favor again. Crypto fear and greed index, you know, yesterday was an all-time low at 10. It's back to 14. Still extreme fear in the markets. OK, let's move on here. Crypto news you can use now. We're going to take a look at a couple headlines quickly about price action, the dip, the crash, the scare. It is all pretty much repeating a cycle, though. Then we're going to move on because there's quite a few interesting stories here in the world of crypto. Then we'll do the neighborhood watch and we'll really drill down on the benefits and the strategy of buying and holding and dollar cost averaging and all that. You know, it's good stuff. Bitcoin is rising again a day after wild comeback from a drop below $30,000. That The headline on CBS, Bitcoin crash wipes out nearly all the cryptocurrency gains from 2021. When investing in crypto, it's important to remember volatility is the name of the game says Bankrate.com analyst James Royal. Volatility is magnified on the upside and the downside by the fact the price is driven heavily by trader sentiment and traders can quickly swing from rabid optimism to gloom and doom. Yeah, sound familiar? Call it FUD if you want, but there is no doubt. Just look it on crypto Twitter. If BTC falls below 35, the sentiment becomes very bearish. As soon as it goes over 36, 37, people become convinced the bull run is back on, baby, even though we're still 15, 20%. from hitting that resistance around 42k so it is fun but it is true more on that how about this news bitcoin heading for worst quarter since start of the 2018 bear market Yeah, the second worst quarter since the start of 2014. And that is the absolute crazy thing about this bear turn. It's just flat out early, about six months early. Just goes to show you can't time the market, even though crypto is different because of the Bitcoin having cycles. History still does not repeat itself. Okay, if you're looking to trade the market and not just hold in dollar cost average, how about this take from CNBC? Coinbase milestones have been reliable sell signals for Bitcoin and Dogecoin. Pretty interesting deal here, news teamers. The top for Bitcoin, which uh, we have fallen from more than 50%, came on the same day Coinbase stock became available via the direct listing. That day, April 14th, it was sitting at $64,000, the top of the $64,000 Bitcoin pyramid, if you will. Sorry, couldn't help myself. But both the Coinbase stock and BTC have not come close to where they were on that day. And for Doge, the peak was hit on the day Elon was on SNL, but had a secondary peak June 2nd, the day before Doge was listed on Coinbase with the crypto falling 50% since then. I do think it's pretty reliable. However, it's likely just an extension of the buy the rumor sell the news dynamic that is reliable for traders across a lot of markets okay speaking of that next headline from bitcoin.com coinbase approved to enter japanese cryptocurrency market here we go Japan's top financial regulator, the financial services agency, the FSA, they call it over there, announced last week that it's registered Coinbase as a crypto exchange service provider based on the Revised Fund Settlement Act. According to the FSA, Coinbase is approved to trade Bitcoin, Bitcoin Cash, ETH, Stellar Lumen, and Litecoin. The approved entity is a Japanese subsidiary of Coinbase Global. A NASDAQ listed company. Coinbase unveiled its plan to enter the Japanese crypto market back in 18. The company said at the time that it would be working hand in hand with the Japanese FSA to ensure compliance with local laws at every stage well done boys next headline here we go back to doge we got some doge news here cracking for you doge coined down since its all-time high in may investors begging elon musk for help yeah they're citing a trending topic on twitter here in the story several young people telling stories that they don't have much money they put their life savings into doge it's what happens when you invest in projects with a weak fundamental backbone on top of that elon warns you to be careful in the lead-up to snl saying only invest what you can afford to lose so begging him to help kind of pathetic on top of that the unofficial motto of the doge army is to do only good every day i don't think harassing elon on twitter and blaming him for your uneducated attempts to get rich quick on an asset that had already mooned is doing only good but hey what do i know i sold doge when it hit 10 cents next headline He's not a Dogecoin millionaire because he didn't sell. Yeah, this is a story on Decrypt about the former Dogecoin millionaire who got a feature story in the New York Times in May. He was the top dog indeed. Then came the crash, and as of this week, he's no longer a millionaire. You hate to see it, but... If you read into the story, it is not fud at all. He is still doing quite amazing. After investing in Dogecoin with his life savings in February of 2020, he posted on Twitter as the slum doge millionaire. If I can hodl, you can hodl. Diamond hands, this is the way. Hashtag #dogecoin will rise again. He also posted a screenshot of his account and if you're wondering, he's at just under $800,000 worth of doge and that was with the price at 19 cents. last last night at the time of his tweet so now that it's 24 cents is he he's getting pretty dang close to being a millionaire once again congrats buddy okay next headline war on illegal bitcoin mining Iran confiscates 7,000 BTC mining machines. Holy cow, cryptopotato.com with the headline. According to Reuters, uh, General Hossein Rahimi, Tehran police chief, revealed that the computer miners were found at an abandoned factory in Iran's capital, which was used to carry out illegal cryptocurrency mining activities. The latest seizure is the largest ever carried out by Iranian authorities. Back in January, the government confiscated over 1,500 unlicensed crypto mining farms. In the same month, authorities seized forty-five thousand Bitcoin mining rigs. Holy cow! Iran's cheap electricity has seen an influx of Bitcoin miners to the country. A study by Elliptic, a blockchain and crypto analytic firm, showed that Iran accounts for over four percent of Bitcoin mining. Be careful, guys. Okay, the worst crypto article of the day. Here we go. Complete fud, and it's time now to break out the crypto media watchdog. It's really unfortunate. This story is one of in one of the five biggest papers in the country. Here's the headline. Some 401k plans may start offering cryptocurrency as an investment option. Here's why that is a bad idea. Holy cow. This is from Michelle Singletary in the Washington Post. Uh, this is a uh, For us all It's a provider of 401k retirement plans. It is partnered with Coinbase Institutional, a cryptocurrency platform, to enable employers to offer crypto in their plans. For too long, they say too many Americans haven't had the same access to alternative investments that wealthy and professional investors have had. That's from uh, Jeff Schulte, CEO of For Us All. He said in a statement, maybe it's self-serving, but this is America, and the idea that the wealthy people have access to different investment opportunities than the rest of us just doesn't seem fair or american more on that later quote professional investors have been shifting more of their investments to alternatives the company said indeed we have we see the opportunity and right there that's the point uh michelle Singatery writes that shouldn't be lost to any company considering facilitating this option for their workers cryptocurrency investing is best left to professional investors she says warn many experts and regulators based on my experience with amateur investors i wholeheartedly agree at the risk of setting off the crypto enthusiasts, i think this is a terrible idea said christine benz director of personal finance for morningstar ben sits on the 401k committee at morningstar she said that the company hasn't discussed adding crypto and that she wouldn't recommend it at this point well good news you have set off crypto enthusiasts myself included the writer then goes on to Break down four reasons people shouldn't invest in crypto. Number one, there's no reasonable expectation of profit over time. I dare you to take a look at the BTC chart over the last 10 years and say that with a straight face, honey. Number two, many people don't understand the technology. Okay, fair. Many people don't understand how their own car works, but they drive it to work every day and use it to do business. Number three, crypto is extremely volatile. Yeah, maybe it is. There are lots of investments that are volatile, there are lots of risky products in. In general. None of those are illegal. Number four, non-professional investors shouldn't speculate. And I say, why not? Is, is this not America? Isn't freedom dominant all, all, all over our founding documents and in our supposed cultural norms who even imagines the possibility that in america anybody else can decide what is in my best interest and how our lives should be lived and if i do spend money and lose money on crypto how is that any worse than the rabid and passionate consumerism that has infected our economy it's patently offensive to my american sensibilities but hey I'm just a newsman. Let's carry on. Final verdict. Michelle Singatary has no credibility in the space and we're wondering about the possibility of her being a paid agent of the state or just clueless. It's one of the two. Leave a comment down below which one of those two do you think Michelle is. Time now for the Neighborhood Watch where we look at what top influencers are saying about our space. Usually we give you a variety pack of what people are saying but today we're gonna focus on the account of Bitcoin podcaster Anthony Pompliano because I think his words can provide peace of mind for many of you out there. And if you're new into the space, it's perspective, people need to hear more of, okay? He set off a, an eleven tweet thread as btc dropped below 30 on tuesday morning i'll give you some of the highlights okay here's his strategy as the price was plummeting bitcoin's under 30 here's a quick thread to document what i'm thinking right now and what my strategy is during these price uh, drawdowns maybe you want to borrow from his philosophy he says number one i'm not a trader i don't look at charts and i don't try to time markets if anything i'm an atrocious trader who is guaranteed to lose smiley face I have a very long-term view of the asset and believe it will continue to accrue value and adoption over the next few decades. Number two, my strategy with Bitcoin over the last few years is simple. Accumulate as much BTC as I can. The word accumulate is important. It's an action you can do with no intention of selling for profit. Number three, the idea has always been to dollar cost average into Bitcoin. For those that don't know what it is, I basically buy BTC on a periodic basis without caring what the price is. Sometimes I buy when it's high, sometimes when I buy it's low. Uh, the dollar cost average strategy relies on the idea that time in the market is more important than timing the market. It's historically been true in Bitcoin. The asset has an annual compound growth rate of over 100% throughout the last decade. Number five, when the price of Bitcoin falls, which it's been doing for the last few weeks, I try to speed up the frequency of my dollar cost averaging. Given my oversized exposure to the asset, this isn't always easy, but I do my best and spend most of my time trying to find more money. I don't care about the short-term price movement of Bitcoin after I buy it. Remember, I'm not a trader. I buy the asset and tell myself that I'm going to hand it to my grandchildren one day. As Warren Buffett famously says, our favorite holding period is forever. Number seven, the key to investing in a volatile asset like Bitcoin is that you have to size your portfolio allocation correctly. Don't invest money you'll need for daily expenses or money that you can't afford to lose. Markets are volatile. Long-term investing means long-term. And uh, number eight, a key reason why I take the long-term holding strategy to the extreme is for emotional control and peace of mind, something I hope can give new investors, new traders, an option to look at. He says, it's easy to stomach wild price swings when you know you're handing the asset to your grandchildren. Fear and greed are very real. Insulate yourself from them. I know these times can be very stressful, so I wanted to pass along the tweets of Anthony Pompliano, possibly something you want to implement and create a little bit more peace in your investing career. Now, I, I do think the the first one and the most important thing is to divide, decide on an investment strategy. Buying, holding, dollar cost averaging is for 99% of us the best way to go flat out, and it's incredibly liberating because trading can take a ton of work and stress, and many people, especially if you have another career flat out aren't built for it that's myself included okay cheers to you if you made it to the end of this cold beer coming right up for you salute let's crack them baby all right the crypto daily news now available in audio only podcast format remember none of the preceding messages financial advice it's just news and maybe a little opinion until tomorrow for the gd crypto news team covering the world of crypto one satoshi at a time i'm gavin dawson